Mansers. It's Mansers. Mansers. Mansers, Mansers. <laughs> Mansers, Mansers. Mansers. Oh, wow, we got a snort out of Miss CTG over the intro. Usually I'm on mute, sorry. Oh, love that. You guys are never <laughs> muted over the intro, by the way. <laughs> I don't know which one of you convinced yourself of that lie. I'll be trying. No, she beats herself. Most definitely. Yes. She's usually dying of laughter while we do this. I say, why hide it? Let it be natural. Let it come in. <laughs> you can't be like, nah, she got to hide it. You can't be like, yo, I'm a goddess. <laughs> on a like, you can't have that. <laughs> you can't have that on a laugh, man. That can't be a part of it. <laughs> that was a little exaggerated, but... Uh... <laughs> like, damn, baby, that's how you laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, hello and hi to all you whiskey dicks and mark-ass tricks. Welcome to Mansers, a podcast brought to you by two toxic machismos and one person, we promise, who actually gives a shit. We are the Toxic Podcast for a Better Tomorrow, and who are we individually? Well, please allow me to introduce you. She grooms the internet to bring us fashion leprechauns and Zeta males, and she's the pot of gold at the end of our rainbow. Welcome, Miss CTG. <laughs> yes. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We're, we're so appreciative to have you on the show. He opts out of all sports conversations to protect your peace, but you'll never see Lion King the same again. His name yes. is Iz. He's here to ruin it for you. <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> two for two. You won't catch me. Hey. And who am I exactly? Well... I have a hard time stopping myself from saying female, but engorged is no longer a problem. My name is B-Todd, and I am not currently engorged. Thank you very much. I'm done. That's not true. I saw the table shift. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> things are going Neither bump in the night. confirm nor deny. Oh, my gosh. How's everybody mm-hmm. feeling today? Beautiful. Good. I'm not even going to hold you. The vibes are a little weird today. So, you know, we'll see what happens. No we'll, weird we'll vibes. We'll see what comes up. No not weird vibes. It's a bad weird. Just like they're interesting. It, it, it's interesting. <laughs> interesting makes for good potting. I yeah. mean, listen, actually, okay. So I do have a quick question for you guys because I feel like this is what set the tone for my day being so weird. Oh, so, beautiful. you know, kick the day off. This morning after waking up, going through my little thing, pull up my social media, and I'm greeted by an 1842 themed, and that's the year, themed uh, engagement photo shoot, okay, uh-huh. um, of an interracial couple, hey. and the husband-to-be is a black man, mm-hmm. wife-to-be a white woman, mm. caption. Days passed and everything changed. Our love got stronger and stronger. He was no longer a slave. He was part of the family. That is so fucking crazy. (laughs) That's the worst caption of all time. That's the worst. Like, it's not love, bro. That's that's (laughs) wild. Heart emoji. Excuse me. Let me also add that. Heart emoji. (laughs) Mm. And 
to make matters worse, like the first picture they showed was him in a top hat with a, what is this, a peacoat looking presentable. Fine. Swipe to the right or the left, (laughs) whatever. And they got this motherfucker in shackles. Jigaboo Jones. In the field. In sh- as a matter of fact, let me pull it up again so I can just give you an accurate ass description here. So they he have is, several costumes. Yes, picking wheat because they couldn't get to a cotton field, so they're in a wheat field. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Cotton season until late November, anyways. And they got this Joker in shackles in a straw hat, picking the the thing. The next one, he's holding his straw hat looking at her lovingly, arms still shackled together. And then the third one, he's now kissing her hand on his knees, shackles still intact. And the last one, I don't know if this is supposed to be her unlocking the shackles, matter of fact. Now he's seated, hands up like so, and she's like, I don't know, they they don't show us a key, but I feel like that's what they're alluding to, is that she set him free from slavery. To wow. become her husband. And wow. I just would like to know what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> this guy, um, like, I, I like just so much to unpack in it, right? I think the biggest thing is I really want to know where they're from. Cause, like, like, this, <laughs> like, I, I believe when I see, yeah, definitely. But when I see stuff like that, I go, like, oh, yeah, there's definitely not a lot of black people around, like, town. Because there's no way he wanted to one of his boys is like, yo, I'm about mm-hmm. to pop the question. He's like, damn, hell yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, but I got this photo shoot I did though. And then he told them, and there was nobody was like, nigga, you wildin'. <laughs> like, like, I refuse to believe that nobody told him, this is stupid. Don't do this. And You're gonna also, be crucified on social media. Who was the photographer? Yeah, that went along with it too. That's also a big like Oh, she, he or she was definitely white. There was, there was, was like, no black photographer. So, it was definitely that, a woman. That was that <laughs> desperate for that paycheck to be like, this sure, so I'll romantic. endorse this. Please attach my name to these photos for the rest of your matrimony. Okay, you know what, though, y'all? So, what if I, it was like doing, I, feel, I think they're actually, I think he may be Hispanic. Um. That changes like things. Way worse, but does not remove. <laughs> not not much. Not much. Though. Okay, that's way worse for me. Cause I am looking at cause one of the pages that posted it. He also, um, uh, he followed up with the page and was like, "Please delete this. You don't have permission." And so, me being the super sleuth that I <laughs> am, delete it. You don't have permission. We put it on the internet, but you don't have permission. Don't have permission. Por favor, delete me. Delete. You don't have no permission for me. Por favor, take it off. Papi, take it off. You don't have the permission. Prohibido. Prohibido. Papi, I didn't say. I didn't say you could take that and put it put it on your 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 Instagram. I didn't say that. I didn't say you could put it on your Instagram. Please take it off. Listen. Yeah, I can't see me right now. But all Spanish people when they say no, they <laughs> take it off, papi. Uh-huh. I didn't say I didn't say you could do that. <laughs> 
His English seems really on point, though. My intention wasn't to offend anyone with those photos. Thank you. So I don't know, because I'm what just I'm doing additional. Because apparently he deleted his account or maybe changed his handle. And so oh, I'm I just imagine. looking at like a similar one uh, with the same handle. Um, and it's a Spanish person. I and imagine John, the internet it's online. Wow. So. so wait, so he's in shackles. But he's also in a top hat. And no, then the he's top hat, I think, is the, the last photo. That, that part. So okay. there is a story here. So he went from field to house to graduation. Yes, it was like... Yeah. Sh- <laughs> graduation. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you call it. it nah. He was not emancipated because he's stuck here <laughs> for know. life. He's he, just been uh, given special permission. Yeah, yeah. He graduated. Yeah. He's... Still got the same job, probably. That ooh. Oh he's family God. now. He's though. family now. He's family Get it together, now. Together, he is family. Listen, he can eat inside. Oh my God. Yeah. So oh. that's that's why so, eighteen forty two. Why why that year? Like, I, obviously, slaves are around eighteen forty two. But like, what specifically about that year made it to the caption? Let me tell you who <laughs> that throws me off. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. You're right. It was May 26th. Very specific. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming our first guest to the show. <laughs> Freshly freed from Oh, shit. I wish we could find him. I'd definitely ask him to come on. Oh, my God. I'm Still trying, right. but the one account that I see is private. So I'm trying to see if the uh, photographer's page. Hit him up like, bro, you want to just let me know what you were thinking? She right. has to my have. Friend, my friend, listen. <laughs> I didn't mean that. that. <laughs> I didn't want it like that. She made me do it like this. I said, do like this like that. She said, do like this like that. I did like that. Your accenting is spot on. I speak it's, Spanish. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is and amazing. I, and I grew up, and I'm born and raised in the Bronx. So, it's so know, authentic. You have access to many dialects. Just that one. Do yes. they Just grow Washington wheat Heights. in Latin America? In 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 a uh, does wheat grow down there? That no, seems like I, a... this is exactly how Missouri and where he's from. Uh, we go. <laughs> Motherfucker in Wisconsin right now, just gualling yeah. out. I was about to say it's got to be some Midwest <laughs> shit. Yeah, he has to have zero friends around him that try to talk him out of this. I mean, I just he like I took just... a job there and met this girl, and she had next level Nusi, and she next thing you know she proposed Nusi, this, literally this. <laughs> oh God! So, beats out. If I walked up to you, you know, I said, bro. I got this photo shoot idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the idea. What what would you what would you say to me? I I would not even know what to say to you. I would I would uh, Are you crazy? Are you are you missing something in your life? Like I once Crumbs had up. this I I'll tell you what this one time I was hooking up with this girl and she told me that all of a sudden she had a fantasy of me coming back from the field and that she was in the house in slave attire. Okay. And that this was Wait, like, which some... one was in the slave attire? You were, or she, she was. was, she was, that I was, she was a... still the slave, but somehow you were in, the I field. was a master coming home. Well, coming back from, you know, 
overseeing, a long day of overseeing, I guess. That's terrible. I looked at her with such disgust. And that was like, there's very few times I have kicked women out in the middle of the night and just been like, you've got to go. This was absolutely one of them because I was just so horrified at her fantasy and how she had sexualized me because then I'm like, we, what we is just wrong had sex. With like, were you thinking of this while we were doing it just now? And I, I, could, I could never. I could never. I could never. I was just so put off that I just couldn't do it again. What is what is the damage there, beloved? Because what? I don't like fantasy stuff that like is like, oh, be a different persona at all. Like, I don't like that. Like, if you want me to be like a different type of Israel, then that's one thing. But like, oh, you want me to become a different person? That's, that I can't do it at all. And, oh. and I think you found some stuff. I found the photographer proudly displaying. Was it a white um, woman? No, it's a it's a man. A white man. The photographer is a He's he's a mystery mixed, in my opinion. Oh God! Um, like black and Jewish, but definitely Bluish. no. Bluish. I think he's Hispanic. I think he's Hispanic. What is this? What Puerto Plata? Where is that? That's that's Cuba. Cuba. Oh, so maybe this is like a a rum plantation. Maybe this is not even. Domestic. Oh, US. so we're this still is, gonna we're still is, gonna excuse this is, it. This oh, is okay. off domestic soil, so I, we don't have to worry about this. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Dominican Republic. That's the flag. Ooh, there it is. Do better, girl. Um, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Jochi and Mariela. Oi, Jochi and Mariela. Hmm. That was that was not a good accent. It Your accent, you alternatively, is <laughs> as crisp as. Look, they, oh, they have some shoot. nice shots of him after his graduation. That's fantastic. But can, That's we, discuss how you, can we discuss how you became Italian for a second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. That's why I, I I wanted to acknowledge it first before. Uh, <clears throat> oh, and they did right get married. They are fully married because there's well, the wedding photos. Yeah, definitely a Hispanic couple there. Wow, they are power squat squats. What the hell is I, that? He's a he's a fitness guy. I didn't say that. That was in my head. That's how he broke those <clears throat> chains. Dude. God damn! You know what? <laughs> you know what? I was just you trying to what? put some positive spin on it. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was. It was, you never it had was like super swole Christians on. come through your school and rip open a phone book. I mean, you don't remember that that I'm presentation at school. Sick. Don't All do right. drugs, kids. Slavery's <laughs> <laughs> over. Do steroids instead. Okay, right. and they are from. Yeah, they're also. Yeah, it's also DR. Okay, so that gives a um, little more context. Of course, it is. Just a slightly more context. It's still ridiculous, but my God. Well, we will pray for them. I won't. I'm I'm at least happy to see that the photographer had enough like wherewithal to not put the slave pictures on his uh Instagram page. <laughs> just the, just the just other the ones year. the top hat, the graduation photos as a oh as God. a I mean I just think like yeah, I've seen the Russell Westbrook bit when he was getting questioned by the by the media. He's like 
you niggas tripping. <laughs> like, like, that's okay. so fantastic. The media kept questioning me. Man, you, you niggas tripping. <laughs> so is can you can you understand Spanish? Like if I read this Spanish caption to you, could you understand it? Ooh, try well, try your best. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just type Mind it you, out. I was a French major, so you know, don't <laughs> not a French major. I I studied studied French. French. Yes. Esta segunda parte de la sesión preboda de Jochi y Mariela. No, 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 y Mar- uh, what? Just, just, just send it to me. <laughs> just send it to me. <laughs> just send it to me. <laughs> Please. Okay, really the only translate. thing I just wanted to say was the fact that in his um, hashtags, the photographer... He has, you know, the standard ones, wedding, photo shoot, da 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 da. Hashtag slave. Hashtag freedom. Hashtag oh, no. slave. Not hashtag, hashtag slave. Hashtag freedom. Oh, my God. Not hashtag slave. Oh, hashtag my freedom. God. <laughs> Whose man's is this? <laughs> Who? I would never. You know what's crazy, though? As a photographer, I'm very, like, aware of the f- hashtags I use and when I see some some people's other photos they be like hashtag pussy like hey man like <laughs> come on bro like like I'll put like hashtag bourgeois hashtag uh nude but they be like hashtag titties hashtag pussy like bro bro, bro <laughs> y'all, gotta y'all gotta chill like it's it's so disrespectful but not as disrespectful as hashtag sleep. <laughs> hashtag freedom. There's just some weird shit that goes on in this world, man. Just some weird, weird shit. And I admit to being pretty weird myself, but there is a boundary that I'm not willing to cross. You're not even willing to play a, uh, in somebody's mind no, a, a field operative. Right. A slavery field you operative. You were still the one in power, and you still were not with the shit. So Yeah, don't put me in power. She said, baby, uh, (laughs) could you whip me on my back a little bit? I'm going to need you to exit. My boy turned off his comments, though, on his post, so he knew what time it was. He knew he fucked up. Anyways, that that was supposed to just be a quick... Hey, welcome to the show. So my bad. I feel like that was my whole topic. So no, nah, that was great. That was a great warm up. That was fantastic. Oh. That was a great warm up. Thank you so much <sighs> for finding yet another gem on the internet. I mean, I do my best work on the interwebs. What can I say? Yeah. Is uh I believe you're up first on the docket today. Oh, yeah, man. Right, listen, we start out with a nice marriage. Uh, and we go into trying to find out if it would even be something we can do. All right. So my question this week is, uh, can a relationship survive after a failed proposal? And by failed proposal, we mean that we're together. I ask or you ask. And the mm. answer that we receive is no. Mm. And we go back to, to just keep on keeping on. Or is it just mm. over? Miss CTG. Why? <laughs> Only because I looked at how deep in thought B Todd was. It's like he's not ready. I mean, okay. So in this case, I'm obviously going to be myself. So I sure. be the one receiving the proposal. And so for the proposal to well, go wrong, well, 
we we had that conversation. <laughs> you know who's not getting on one knee to do a mother type of thing. Yeah. Or getting their ring um, back. <laughs> no, but I'll keep this. <laughs> this is not right. So it might be like a, a yes until. Um, Let me no. see that um, ring again. Right. So I think that ooh, if it's me, and if I, <laughs> that's a no. Let me tell you, her, her her answer is a no. It cannot survive because if I'm not willing to marry you, I'm not going to be. That that's what I'm saying. But it's like, but that doesn't mean that the relationship may not still have some experiences it needs to complete however it's unlikely that mm. yeah i'm a short answer is not i'm gonna let b talk go ahead because i just i'm trying to see if there's anything else i can add to it to, to justify the no but i think it's just gonna be a no cool gentlemen if you drop to one knee and she says no she is fucking somebody else oh no that's the truth. That's, that's not the truth. the truth. She is. Oh, that's yeah. That's not the truth. Oh, that's the truth. Sometimes that's the truth. you just know, like, this relationship is 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 seasonal and it's not a lifetime relationship. Seasonal. And so, so appreciate Translation seasonal. is, I'm not fucking somebody else yet, but I plan to fuck somebody else because I will not go into contract with you and this dick for the rest of my life. That feels a little more on par. Thank you very much. I just like to really simplify it. I trim all the fat. You know what I mean? And I just give you the straight meat. Like, could it be like a tentative yes? Like, is there like a is there room for that? I mean, I'm trying to like, so here's the basic truth is yes. Um, anything can survive anything depending on what crazy motherfuckers want to end up together, right? Like hashtag True. slave. That shit's going to probably work. And it's probably going to have multiple children. And they're all going to have slave-themed engagement photos to match mommy and daddy. Oh, my God. And a new generation will be born of Uh. hatred and frustration. But, (laughs) (laughs) alas, from my personal opinion, yes, while anything can survive, I I don't see, like, a lot of room for hope. Like, if, if, if you are probably proposing say in this scenario to save the relationship you're like she's about to leave me so i'm just gonna lock it up and get on a knee no it's that's not a good grounds to be proposing anyway you're mm-hmm. not gonna save that relationship because it's probably just it's probably hit that point where a relationship could have been saved and people could have grown for the better and eventually you just settle into a situationship and i just i don't know man if unless you propose like a month in Right, and it was just kind of ha ha, but too much for that person at that time, or it's a too soon factor. That's kind of the only way that you're gonna survive a rejection for a proposal because, like, I, I just don't see it. Or, you know, ladies, if you propose to me, that's an automatic hell no, but I won't get rid oh, of it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I don't care what Joshua Jackson and his girl just did. Apparently, she just the the I forget her name, but the Jody actress from Queen Turner, yeah. So apparently she dropped on a knee 2019 and proposed to Joshua Jackson. And he said yes. And that's when he knew that they were there. They were going to be together forever. But uh, we don't play that in the Johnston household. 
So you want to be the one proposing. <laughs> Correct. Correct. You're telling me. Yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> be tough. Okay. Be fucking up. She'd be down there tying the shoe. Be like, ah, 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 ah. Fuck up. <laughs> fuck you doing in here? Like, I'm just tying my shoe. She got some flowers on the floor. She's just picking and oh, let me tie my shoe. Be tough. Hey, hey, hey. You better not ask me nothing while you're down there. Don't do no shit like that. <laughs> uh, I so if I propose. If I proposed and I got no, I think I would. I think I would end it myself. I wouldn't. What if she gave you a reason why it was a no? Okay, that doesn't make any sense. I'm good. <laughs> uh, right. So I believe now that women you know, and their reasons. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. <laughs> Logic. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, nah, but like, you, you know, I think that. I would only propose after I know what we're doing. Like we would have had to have the conversation about marriage and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. if you're like, yeah, this is something I want to do. And then yeah. I ask you and you say no to me, that means you have no interest in marrying me. You see, you, you're interested in something other, uh, some other possibility. And I'm right. not that possibility. You know, I'm in my thirties now. I'm pretty much set at who the fuck I am. I can learn some new stuff. I can become better, but I'm, I'm, at the core of it, this is is <laughs> like uh, there's not much more that's gonna change now uh, from this point. I'm just gonna get older and fatter, probably. Like those are the other options that are there. So to say no, and then like, oh, I'm saying like, what reasons are there? Oh, you know, I want us to work on us a little bit more. You could have said yes, and we could still have done that. Oh, you know, not yet. Still could have said yes, and you know, we just hold on. The engagement in itself just gets extended. You know, when someone asks you to get married, they don't mean like, oh, this shit is happening tomorrow. We're engaged and we and we wait, we plan and we do our thing. So I don't know what reasons could be there before no that would warrant me staying in this relationship. What if it's a yes, but a conditional yes? What if he or she, what if, what if she, I'm going to keep it mainly if the woman is the one in decision. I mean, that's how I roll. So, yeah. Right. But like if she says yes, but... You know, and then what, she's what like, "What could there be?" Well, there's anything. Like, we are gonna have to go to counseling. Like, if she, if she says, "Oh, yes, I'm, okay, that's right? one," like, that's one that I would want us to do before I even ask. Like, if I before feel, if you we, even if, get engaged, you want to go to like, group therapy. If, before. We, if we felt like we needed counseling, I would. We would have to get that before we even got engaged. Why would I get engaged? You knowing that we need counseling? Sure, that's very wise and mature of you. Is. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on the other side of that. Like, man, if we need counseling before we even get to the engagement, like that's a red well, flag. But see, you- the thing is, like, counseling doesn't necessarily mean lack of compatibility. Sometimes it yeah. means it's just people don't know how to communicate. So, and you know, and like, there are skills that you can receive in counseling that can help strengthen the relationship or, you know, just allow you to get a different perspective. Cause the other thing is like when you're so used to the dynamic one and two, sometimes you need that outside person to kind of be like, Hey, so I know you're used to seeing things this way, but you do realize that there's another way that you can see this. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what counseling creates space for. And then if in counseling now there's clarity and we're having conversations and we're still not talking about the same shit, then yeah, no, we don't need to be together. And then that's when doing it 
pre-engagement is to your benefit. Because yeah, it's you, a lot harder to break off an engagement than to break up with somebody. You could see. That's what I'm saying. Get that ring on there, then they can't go anywhere. Oh, okay. You know okay. And okay. then you go to counseling and work it out Got it. before no. the wedding, right? Got that's, it. This that's is the when white guy's period. coming out. Lock right? it in. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I, okay. I knew he was white somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, my pockets where is. I peek through the clouds. There. <laughs> no, but like, you know, when you're in a relationship, like, you could tell. You know if you truly into somebody, and sometimes shit just fucks up. Like sometimes, right. yeah, yeah, communications off, like either with each other or just with yourself, and being able to express yourself is off. The great thing about therapy is that therapy isn't a, a cure all, but it helps to kind of loosen that blockage that is in the way. And sometimes just talking through those things can help you get to that point of going and of understanding each other and self to be able to say, okay, this is really what I want to do. And mm-hmm. you can do that before you get engaged because you you can tell if you really, really like somebody. You know, you just you, yeah. you feel you feel I mean, them I, like that. I'm not against counseling or therapy, like clearly. I just I don't know, you sounded a little anti. It's weird to me to get it before you want to get engaged to somebody. Then that's just to be like unless you guys have been together for like ten years, but then it's like nah, wow, if there's a condition that has to be met like that before you can even consider getting married to him, that's well, that's kind of a red flag. To let's, me, say, where it's like, let's say you're three years in, bro. Right? You're three years in. Somebody that you truly, truly love. But y'all just keep fucking fighting. And you know that the only option is either we stay together and fight or we're going to break up. That's what the counseling helps out. You know you want to be together. You know that there's something fucking up. And so the counseling before, I think that's why. Because generally, if y'all just boyfriend, girlfriend, it's either we're good or we're broken up. But right? what if you're fighting because you're just not ever going to be the person that the other person wants you to be, and no amount of communication is going to fix that? Well, in an instance like that, you tune into Mansers every week because we help you out with that toxic <laughs> shit. You know me? We help you out with that toxic shit. You feel me? This is where you come to so that we can fix y'all problems. That's an excellent plug. That was good. I did, that I was, did my damn thing. Right I like that shit. I like that. <laughs> I am all for some, couples therapy. I'm all for it. I've never had it, but I think yeah. I haven't I, either. I've only had one to one, but just like I don't if know. If I, I mean, ever went to couples therapy, like and just was like truly into the idea of admitting my faults. Oh my god. Oh my god. It would just be like it'd be a ring around a tub, how dirty that shit would be nasty in there. <laughs> it doesn't have to be though. Like the other day I kind of supported some friends. Um with working through or talking through an issue, you know, that they had. And, and it was, it was interesting and they're not, um, I don't think they're engaged yet, but they have a kid together. They live together. They have business together. Oh, see, that's that different. Whole thing. Wow. Yeah. But you know, yeah, kid but and business together, a, kind of a business wow. together, I think. Um, but anyways, you know, but it's just like something that it, one issue now they got a couple things but one issue that like repeatedly comes up and and so we just kind of talked through it and got to the core of like what it was and it was they were still have they were saying the same thing but they couldn't hear each other and that's what i feel like mm. counseling or therapy for couples allows people to get to the bottom of because after a while you're kind of just really stuck in the narrative you have in your own head. And mm-hmm. even though you want to be able to see their perspective, you can't unless somebody else reframes it for you. You get that unbiased check too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. You, you go and you consult your boys, you consult your girls. 
And a lot of times they're telling you what you want to hear or their perspective right. is just is just screwed, right? Mm-hmm. That well, you'll also therapist, go to people for support who you already kind of know what they're going to say anyway. Yeah. You just go to certain people for them to confirm Absolutely. you. So you get yeah. that therapist. It's like, I hear you. And you're right in that instance. But this right. is where you're wrong. Yeah. And it is what your partner had been saying. And you're like, oh, shit, I might have been wrong. Right. Or vice versa. Or hearing <laughs> it the what, other way. Which is what happened with my friend. Because, like, she, she's my friend, right? Like, the her partner is, is, you know, like, we're cool. But she's my friend friend. And right. I was, like, in the conversation, I was like, so, for whatever reason, you've been thinking this. But are you actually hearing that he's saying something else like are you able to see that at all and it was like oh yes now i can so mm. yeah you know gotta you gotta keep it on it i want look i want people to work it out i want people to stay together i also want people to get out and not force a square peg through a round hole you know yeah be miserable with their partners because i mean i, 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 I think we've all bit. been there like i think like Sometimes you can be in a relationship and it just stalls out and people just are just not good for one another as far as being in a relationship. Like they could just be really great friends and they could still love each other, but they just Mm -hmm. may not be compatible relationship wise. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I think the hardest thing in those situations is picking up and exiting because it's hard to leave somebody when you love them so much because that love doesn't turn off, but you have to know we are just not ever going to be good for one another. No matter how much I care about you, you know, we're, we're all... The alternative is polyamory, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways. I'm a, I'm a that might bring be a that topic for another time. show. Absolutely. You're going to quit putting That's this, this topic off for uh, another episode. Cause Have you, I keep... I, I, yeah, it's, so, it's only you. We're, yeah. we're into only it. We're in, we want to dive in. We're about to dive in. But not on this episode. <laughs> that's to- uh, that toxic like we're not going anywhere that'd be some of the best sex you ever had in your life though oh my my goodness like that frustrated i really can't stand you but that box is <laughs> just chef's kiss chef's kiss perfect yeah it's like fast and the furious franchise where you know it's just not gonna be the greatest afterwards, but you're still gonna but have you a gotta, really good time. Go you gotta see go see. You gotta yeah. go see it. I didn't fall into that trap, as we discussed <laughs> last week, when y'all mentioned two names, and I had no idea who you're talking so about. So it's kind of so. like the Lion King, right? Because <laughs> <Why are> we- <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Please make that correlation for us today. I can make a. I've been lying my whole life. I can make a correlation between anything. Oh boy. Oh boy. Let's let's go ahead and just nip that in the bud. Okay, so my final answer for you is is that probably not. No, um, unless it was like a joke proposal. But if it was a sincere proposal. And I did not want to marry them. Yeah, that's probably a good sign that it needs to be complete, or that I got a lot of work I need to do. Because then that then that might just be a sign that I'm a commitment phobe, you know. Mm. So wow, getting really vulnerable. So I don't see the relationship surviving. I didn't say I am a commitment phobe. I just said that. It but could you're be willing a sign. to explore the possibility that you could be. 
Yeah, for sure. Here yeah. with our listeners. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to agree with Missy TG for it's a no for me. Like, I, I think there's plenty of like room where there's special circumstances. And if you two work hard enough and you truly care about each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those are beautiful Skittles and rainbows, but it's just like, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't think it's a, it, it's a great outlook if you propose it's a rejection and now you got to go through that embarrassment and you're probably like, wigging the fuck out internally like oh my god she said no like what's so wrong with the relationship that we didn't know until right now yeah. you already got a photographer you got like family yeah. around okay if if a dude i was dating proposed to me in front of people and like made a spectacle of you it say yes like, and then say no i'm gonna say home. yes in public for sure even if mm-hmm. it is a no because what i'm not gonna do is embarrass you Unless you are an asshole, it's still embarrassing. But at least if we play it off and we say like, "Oh, you know, like things we just we things didn't work out behind after we started talking engagement, whatever." Like, let that just be like the shit fizzled out. But what I'm not going to do is disrespect the effort that you put through, put put in to gather people, create an experience for me. I'm gonna honor the experience. Fair enough. That's respectable. It's a it's a full no for me. And I'm I'm even going as far as to say is, if I propose to you and you say no, you might just take an Uber to somebody else's house. Don't. <laughs> I don't think getting what in the car with me. Together? Yeah, yeah, I said it. <laughs> if we live together, I think you should stay the night somewhere else for that evening. Yo. You know, okay. the depression I'm about to be under. Yeah, kill us both in a car ride home. Shit be crazy. Like that. Get, like if, if, mm-hmm. if I said no to somebody, like I'm not getting in a car with you after that. Like. Could you imagine getting in a car oh, with somebody? No. Like, that's like getting in a car with somebody after a breakup. That's stupid. I'm not getting in a car you with that? you. I'm not getting in an elevator with you. I'm not. Get, yeah, I, yeah. I'll see you in a few days with some of my sisters with me. Uh, Why hey, do breakups have to be so violent? Because breakups, when they break an amicable breakup, like if we're deciding, hey, this is my first, it's different than something like that. That's like, oh, I was really into you, and then you just, you decided that you didn't want it anymore. That, that could hurt. Like seriously, hurt. And I'm not saying like I would never put my hands on or do nothing crazy like that, but that heart is hurting. Like I can't sit across from you while you just told me you don't want to marry me and I propose to you and niggas sort. <laughs> okay. Oh, but also, just to your point, why things get so violent, because women love to hit bigger dudes. If a dude's got an, um, a decent amount of chunk on him or muscle, women look at him like a legit punching bag. I can tell I've you that argument a few exactly times. like the if you are big you are a target because yeah. they're just like oh you can take it you're so big you're so strong they start I hate that shit. puffing oh. you up you know what i mean like trying to see where your your sore spots are where like you, fucking pain sensors and nerves yeah. somehow just leave your body because you got muscles that's not how fucking life works i didn't Guys, get muscles and can't feel anything anymore sounds like my heart is real it's time to let go of your toxic past experiences Nah, I'm good. Okay. Gotta hold on to that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not ready. It protects it's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They're there. She's not here anymore. It's Thank okay. Mm. But okay, follow up question for this though is because I don't know if you had. I seen, love my questions. It's it was great, <laughs> but there was I had seen something on the internet, of course, again, and I don't know where <laughs> where it, she lives. I don't have all the facts. Sorry. 
But I do remember the post The one of the like little captions he had on it was like, I bought her this car. I told her I had a gift for her uh, from Amazon, but it really was this car, even after she said no to my proposal. So he's a dick. I'm just like, what circumstance do you think could have allowed for her to say, no, I don't want to marry you, and him to say, okay, great, let me get you this vehicle? It's, mm-hmm. it's the toxicity of saying, "I'm gonna force you." It's a manipulation. Power. Yeah. He was. He was trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to force her into the yes. Financially seduce it. Exactly. I, this is how I'm gonna get you. You're saying no, and I right. don't know what it's attached to. Realistically, it's probably my personality and my characteristics, because I'm gonna go ahead and buy this car now, and that's gonna make you go, "Oh, he can do this for me. He can. He can shower me financially and take care of me this way." So I guess I could say yes. He's in love with you and you're not in love with him, but he doesn't I mean, know that. Marriage is a business. Now, marriage can exist as a business with love and it can also exist without it because we know plenty of people, male or female, who exist in a marriage for the pure financial tax gain that it can be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not putting that purely on women saying that they marry sugar daddies or whatever. There's plenty of young dudes who pimp out like older cougars and it's all a financial game. So there are. There are situations where love is definitely absence in lieu of financial provision. It, it probably happens a lot more the more that you make than you're used to. I really wish that I could keep track of these internet inspirations. Okay. Well, anyways, it just made she me think She lives in my phone. <laughs> so that's, that was that. And, and that, that's a hot take. I didn't even think about it from the perspective of him trying to manipulate her. I was thinking, like, is he being a sucker? But y'all came with that toxic, toxic. So oh, thanks. without a doubt, everything. If, if she's leaving, if she's leaving or she says no, a motherfucker that drops to their knees begging, that's manipulation. Mm. That's, 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 no. not, that's, not, that's not respect for her and her decision. Yeah. I'm dropping is- down because I want you to see how quote unquote oh, yeah. weak or in despair I am without you. Maybe they'll oh. make me stay. Fuck oh, that. I've done that. Yeah, this is how proper about when healing. they pop up at the house and say, uh, I ain't doing that. Oh. <laughs> I propose. She says okay. no. Uh-huh. I take the ring. Now I go get a car. I buy a nice car, something ferocious. Then I take a picture of her and I say, hey. Christ at 300. Come on outside. Come on outside. I want you to see something. And she comes outside. You're like, oh, you got this for me? And I say, no, I bought this with your engagement ring. And now I'm going off to Vegas. And that's with your sister. <laughs> yeah. And then you honk the horn and her sister runs out. Like, later, girl. <laughs> that later says, be... boop. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop. Oh, my God. Boop, Toodles. boop. Oh, yes. That, that was my toxic life, man. Hey, man, you, yeah, I, I'm fucking your friends. Uh, well, tell you what, I'm going to take advantage of this segue. This is a beautiful transition piece because I'm just going to take over for my portion, being that is just brought this up that he's so toxic, right? Okay. Used to be, formerly toxic, okay? Okay. My question for the week, how do you know when you're being toxic? Oh. How do you self-check yourself to prevent yourself from being toxic to people because is says he's formally toxic all the time i know i definitely make that assessment and that claim all the time and i still make that claim however 
with anything, when you're used to a certain lifestyle or when you're programmed a certain way, sometimes those things can still seep out and maybe you're not aware because they're not as much of a red flag as they used to be, or you've done a lot of work to try and ease those pathways or communicate better, whatever. But should something toxic still come up or you feel yourself about to be toxic, how do you know and how do you check yourself? Because we are the podcast for a better tomorrow, toxic podcast for a better tomorrow. You want to go first? No, go ahead, bro. <laughs> so, in my former years, here we go. Uh, I always knew when I was being toxic, whether it be in my, it was definitely within my decision making. Like I just, I didn't know the reasons why, so I, so it didn't matter, right? It wasn't like I was, I just didn't care because I didn't care. There was no reason, there was no rhyme or reason. It was just, uh, I'm gonna go do this, like, right. ugh. It doesn't matter who is who is with, as long as I get what I what I want out of it, is what I was going for. When I started to seek help and understanding, was when I started to recognize uh, when I was being toxic and making being able to make the decision not to be. And it was when I would go, "Damn, how would she feel about this?" And I would I would just ask myself that: Is she deserving of this? Man, what should I do? Like, is it going to be worthwhile for, to even do to go through all this or? When I started to ask myself those questions, when I was like, okay, these were toxic moments that I was having before that I never even had, like recognized. I would just do without even stopping to take the second to just, hey, what's, what am I doing? I just did. And I, I think that when people are truly toxic, they don't even acknowledge or know that they're being toxic because they don't see the wrong in what it is that they're doing. Uh, for men, I think it's a, a lot harder because we're not emotional enough to recognize those really harsh points. It's not until you get that real true heartbreak that you go and and you give yourself time to think about it. And you go, oh shit, that, that probably was me. Sometimes, because sometimes you get that heartbreak and you still blame on and you're still in that toxic mode. But when you're ready to change, you'll seek out that change and that uh, you'll seek out that help for that change too. Interesting. I don't know if that answers. So, <laughs> well, it does partially, but I only want to go back and clarify, but just because you you use it in context of. You prevent yourself from being toxic in relationships by asking yourself, by seeing it from her point of view. But does that also expand outside of personal relationship with like someone you're you're seeing romantically? Does it expand to friendships? Does it expand to family? It 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 does. I've I've done it to somebody I was I work with when I they did some dumb shit pissed me off and I was like and you know because you know I me mean, I just say exactly how I feel in the moment. Same. And that in itself can be a, can be a toxic thing. It is. Like, yeah. I, I say what I <laughs> yeah. feel, no matter what. Right. And I'm never. I never mean it with malice. But just because I don't mean it with malice doesn't mean people don't take it as such. Right. And one time I was like, "Yo, man, didn't I just tell you to do this thing?" And he's like, oh, "I'm doing this." No, you're not. And I immediately <laughs> said, "No, you're not," because he wasn't. And then he's like, "Oh, you're not assuming positive intent, some shit like that." And I was like, "You know, right? You know what? You're right." You're right. And he was right. And whether I was ready to admit it or not, he was right. I wasn't assuming positive intent. But then I gave him my reasons why I wasn't. Look what you're doing. Look what I asked of you. Look what you're continuing to do. And even if you try to explain to me in some other way, look how you're physically presenting yourself mm-hmm. in a way that you're not. Mm-hmm. So why would I assume that you are? Even if, if I'm not assuming positive intent, but it's because of the way that you're placing yourself and what was asked of you. For me, that just makes me disengage from that. But you're not wrong. I should have. And mm-hmm. I could ask in a different way. So that was my toxic moment of 
uh, somebody that's not in a relationship with or in something intimate with, where it was able to be checked. But you got to be willing to listen to get checked. Right. Not everybody can can get checked because not everybody's listening for that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's a great answer, Miss CTG. Can you restate the question? <laughs> how do you know? How do you know when you're being toxic? Me be toxic. <laughs> <laughs> that's right why I was struggling. Sorry. Yeah, that's, wait, wait. that's why I was struggling. No, um, you know, I mean, well, I will say that even when I was in my quote unquote more toxic days, I still have never really been like a super toxic person because I've always had this um, thought in the back of my mind of like. What are how are they going to respond, and would I be able to deal with their response to how I am showing up? But um, my most toxic moments were when I did not have my anger in check. Like that is when I was like mm, not very nice, sure. <laughs> not very kind, um, you know, and saying things like saying the right thing at the right time in the right way that I know is going to piss them off or hurt their feelings or get under their skin or really offend them or really make them feel like shit. And, um, but in my mind, I was so like the fact that I was angry justified me saying whatever it was because they had done something to make me that angry. Mm-hmm. So it's like I did I wasn't taking any ownership of my own feelings and wasn't allowing myself to even acknowledge, okay, what is the reason that I'm angry? I'm probably because my feelings are hurt about something. I'm mm-hmm. feeling neglected, I'm feeling ignored, I'm feeling disrespected. And so like what does that mean? And like what can I do with that versus lashing out at them to try to return so that we're both just in this this uh vortex of bullshit feelings right. and anger right. and feeling like shit. Um, and how do I, yeah. So did I know I was being toxic? Yes. I knew I was being mean. I knew I was being mean. Um, but again, I felt justified. I think now being able to look back, I'm like, yeah, that like I can't even get myself to that level anymore of, speaking to people that way. I'm like, I know it's in there. Don't get it twisted. But like, there are very few things that can upset me to the point that I would even be at that. Like I can, I'm already like seeing through your bullshit before it's even touched me to the point that I'm like, yeah, I'm about to rile myself up. Um, So it's hard for me to be in that space. And then just like petty little things, even that, like I can be a little petty. Like I got a smart ass mouth when I want to, but I also, again, still just think about, <laughs> hello, um, I know I don't like when people speak to me that way. And right. so I, I still am just really mindful to even keep that in check to the point where like, I'm not going to be too offensive. I'm not going to be too hurtful. It's mostly like in fun and jest, like, oh, you ain't talking shit, da, 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 da. but like, mm-mm. yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question, but that's all I got for you. No, I just love the discussion around it because like we are able to talk and criticize about others' toxicity. But I feel like in order for this podcast to be fully effective, we should also provide pathways for people to be able to check their own toxicity. So, like, for me, 
I also have a very smart mouth. Like I, I love to clown. <laughs> I love to make jokes and I am quick with it because if you piss me off, my comedy is rage fueled because if it's not rage fueled comedy, then it's rage fueled physical violence. And I left that alone a long time ago, but the next phase was being able to take an emotional hit or let somebody else be smart to me and just taking it and redirecting that energy instead of like just going toe to toe with somebody because I love that petty world. I, I love, I, I, I'll say it. I'm addicted to it. You know what I mean? Like there's a part oh. of me that loved to stay in that. Yeah. Okay. Let's get nasty. Let's go toe for toe. And we can both just spew venom at each other. But oh. that's also signs of like kind of a toxic household that I grew up in. Like that's, that was a survival mechanism. You know what I mean? So you're either going to get buried alive and you're going to be crying and nobody's going to come get you or you stand on your own two feet and give it back to people. But I realized that was, like you said, it's a vortex, right? It's just people spinning around each other and nobody going anywhere. And <laughs> I felt like for me personally, it was just like, I, I, I mean, is said it, I guess a couple weeks ago, but like I am very visibly disturbed or angered or you know like agitated you can tell you can tell when you're starting to piss me off usually i have a great deal of patience though the only thing that's going to erase that patience is you're asking me something and you just don't listen to what i'm telling you because like i hate wasting my breath and my time or b you just completely lack empathy right like you're just very demanding you're very you just you're elevating yourself that you think that you need people to drop things for you just to make you happy and as if there are not others in this space that cohabitate and, and live with you. But I just, you know, I think it, it all, I knew to check myself if my response was going to be, it's just going to make me feel good, but it's not going to fix anything. That's when I know mm. it's toxic Yeah, because it brings me satisfaction. It really yeah. does. Like it, it's like working out. It's like, going for a run i get that same high from going for a run that i do from just laying into somebody embarrassing them making a joke about them or whatever but oh my goodness i pushed people away with that as well you know and like i had to go back and do a lot of groveling and a lot of apologizing and like you know it, even with just friendships like you know embarrassing people in front of other people just so you could get the biggest laugh you know what i mean but if you're doing that with somebody who's mentally not like able to take jokes like that then don't you know put them on the spot so, so it's a just, lot of learning i just had a realization <laughs> when you said you have to circle back and grovel or whatever and i was like part of the reason why i don't do toxic shit is because i don't like to be in the wrong so i don't want to have to go mm. back and apologize <laughs> i both of you guys brought up <laughs> that's that's toxic as fuck. <laughs> it's like, but it's, it's like, it's like I'm nice, but it's still like a little bit toxic, right? That I was like, you know what? I'm also just not going to say this because what I don't want to have to do is be in the wrong in this situation and then have to circle back and, and be like, oh, now, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Well, you, you both it. made me realize that I do something toxic that I never thought that I was doing, even to this day. Ooh. I, not, I, if I'm getting into an argument with somebody, I know what's going to bother them. And it's like the dismiss. I get really dismissive. When I'm done, I get super, shut up, shut up, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm not, I do that so Oh, yeah, that's hard. hella toxic. And 
I do it just like Vita said. It, I do it for my my own uh, my own pleasure. I know it's gonna bother you way more than it bothers me for me to tell you shut up and just walk away from you. I hate hate for someone to tell me to shut up, but I do it so often to other people. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and I just walk away. And I dead will ignore you and just stop an argument. I, if I don't feel like arguing no more, I just stop. And I know that's completely dismissive of your feelings and everything, and I will not continue. I'll just stop. The fucking rain. It's raining over here. It's okay. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, we have rain up here. If you two have had rain, surely you're not going to mind. All right. Not a message from our sponsors. It really just sounded like somebody was fixing hangers. That's why I was like, what the fuck is going Uh, on over there? It's the rain pitter-patting itself against my air conditioner. Oh, cute. Ever so gentle way. Israel okay. has a salon of angry ladies outside of his door <laughs> clacking their nails at him. <laughs> I mean, that's like, let me tell like you little crab claws outside. You get, right. You get, that sounds you, like... you get mad at my toxicity and you call your girls and they all show up, you're going to see it turn to a whole other motherfucking level. I, Who does that? That seems like I don't very... Know. It's never happened to me, but could you imagine like... like a whole bunch of people would come in to tell you that you ain't shit? All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You know, my okay. my default weapon is, like, if somebody asks me a stupid question, like, I'm going to repeat back to you what I just said, but I'm going to say it in such a way that just makes you feel, like, really dumb. Ooh, Wait, what? Hilarious. Yeah, so it's like, you ask me a question, I say my answer, right? And then you ask me, like, well, what if it doesn't? And they're like, again, you only don't understand because you didn't hear what I just said. So you just essentially, like... I can't, I don't know how to explain it, but essentially I just get, it's kind of like sarcasm. Like I'll say it again, but I'll put some special emphasis on there that just says it exactly the same way I said it before, but it's condescension. It's it's very kind of, yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. You nailed it. It's emphasis. Emphasis. <laughs> right. I was like, it's it was the emphasis for me. I was like, oh, okay, so we're we're, oh, we're yeah, talking yeah. being condescending. Got uh, it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I I will <laughs> be that. I will be that. I I think my current tool of toxicity is similar to Izzy's. Not I don't hit you with the shut up, but I will like silence. Like I I not ghost. What is it? What is the silent treatment? That's the word. Oh, Ooh. that's very toxic. Yeah, like I just will release, remove myself from your presence because my because the thing is like you hear you that the gods oh, are coming it. to agree yeah. with you. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> Facts. I mean, like it's it's. I just feel like my presence is so impactful that oh. me removing it will be more painful for you if you have done something to upset me. Than if I have a conversation and do all that, especially if it's something that I've already like discussed with you, because I'm always going to give you an opportunity to correct yourself, multiple Mm. opportunities. So if I get to the point where I'm fed up that you are still doing the same shit, like, yeah, then you clearly do not value my energy anyways. So why don't you get a reminder of what it feels like to not have it in your space? And if that feels great to you, then let's continue that. But if it doesn't feel good to you, then it seems like it's time for you to recalibrate. My presence is such an impactful experience that taking away from you will do more harm to you than good. Those are the words to live by. Man. I my mean, soul is touched. 
when you when you're a goddess and you know it, you got to own it. Damn. Do you have a theme song? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like this a song you play for people so you come Actually, in and you, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> there is this song by this artist, I think her name is Banks, and it's called Goddess. And like one of the lines is something about like now you gotta deal with the shit on your own or something like that, because you fucked with a goddess and something. So I feel like that might be it. I gotta circle back and actually with the real lyrics. I, I might be You should on. just write one. Write your own. <laughs> mm, that's I'm not even gonna call that something that's even in my wheelhouse of strengths. Okay. We're writing one for you. I'm gonna write one for you. If you write one for me, I'm with the shits. And if you can make it a rap song, even better. In my past life I was a rapper. I know it to be true. <laughs> Is miss all of that. Fuck him. Whatever. Whatever. He wants to leave us so you can go take care of domestic things. Teams. Dogs. Families. He just went to go turn off the rain outside, guys. He'll be back. Shortly. That would be so funny if he came back and it actually did stop raining. <laughs> he just go outside and starts <laughs> clapping back. Don't you, don't you say to me? I told you not to. <laughs> Didn't I tell you no rain during my podcast, motherfucker? Take that shit to Queens. <laughs> Y'all some jerks. <laughs> we just. We just thought you were going to go buck the thunderstorm system and tell it to, to get on out of here. I did. Get, get on out of here. Get on out of here. You take your thunderstorms and you get. Joseph. That was, that's, how the, that's how the photographer was talking to get, them in the, to get them in the mood. Hey, boy. Didn't I say get on your knees? Hey, how many photographers do you think they went through before they finally got one to say yes? Or do you think they knew him? They had to go to someone they personally knew to pull that one off. Nah. There's <laughs> <laughs> one done. <laughs> nah, they had to, they they had to find somebody. checked his hashtags early on, and he probably had another one mm-hmm. similar, you know. Sweetie, this like, one says hashtag, hashtag slave. Hashtag holocaust. You know, like that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was her idea. But she went and asked her white photographer friends to do it. But they're like just socially mm. woke enough that they're like, that's a bad idea. And she's like, you don't want what's best it's for gonna us. It's going to be beautiful. I yeah. promise. I swear. I don't mean it like that, you guys. Right. It's not that kind of racism. <laughs> not that kind of slavery. My, my fiance is black. <laughs> my fiance is black. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, my God. He just wants to honor his ancestors who were slaves. That's it. That's it. It's not even. The biggest problem even with that is that, unfortunately, there are so many Dominicans that don't identify as black that makes it, like, so much worse. Yeah. There are so many Dominicans that are like, I know me. I know black. I'm Dominican. I mean, that has taken a turn for the better, I will say. Like, thanks to Trump (laughs) pushing people away in a certain direction, I think there have been a lot more that have taken that branch of identity and, and owned it a little bit more recently. At least in New York. Question. That could just be me in New York, but I just got my question for next week. Go to hell. <laughs> oh God. Oh my gosh. So did we answer your question, B Todd? Yeah, no, I love it. I thought I thought it was cool to just kind of turn the the microscope around on ourselves for a little bit. Um, being that we're such pros at this toxicity thing. I mean 
self-published. I think I almost feel like part of my answer for you is that I think that a lot of people aren't self-aware enough to even acknowledge that they're being toxic. So I think the fact that we could even sit here and have a conversation be like, yeah, when I did this, when I did this, and even my little revelation about fucking not wanting to be wrong, you know, like there's a level of self-awareness in that, that you really have to Reach, totally agree. But Vita, Vita, but is look like he about to disagree with me. No, 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 not even a little bit. But <laughs> oh, question, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> but the question, the question begs, right? Is it worse to be unaware of your toxicity or to be aware of it? Oh, ignorance is bliss. That's the worst, though, because like you can work with somebody for who? Well. F- like for your partner, uh, for everybody, um, I guess, yeah, for like the people it inflicts, because you're not going to inflict wounds to yourself that you know of. Like you've developed a, yeah. a toxic callus towards those. But I guess my aim for the question of itself, though, is not to change the people who are toxic and not ready to look in that mirror yet, but the people who are cresting that hilltop to be like, hey, now you can now that you're above that zone of toxicity where you do have self understanding and the wherewithal. Like, how can you check it? We're but welcoming yeah. all reformed dickheads. Yeah. And if you are a current dickhead, let us school you. <laughs> Take a back seat. I really want to get some guests and some guest questions on this show. Because I just feel like we could school so many people. We are missing out on. I'm gonna clown them, but Not that's clowning. it's my job to be the toxic one. I guess that you could do that then. He gets yeah. paid handsomely from goblets, goblets, and goblets. <laughs> <laughs> goblets, 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 goblets. We gotta find the goblets. Provided. Oh, no yawn on this show. We can whisper in the rain, but we will not do yawning. Miss CCG, you bring your question to the front of the group right now and write it on the Let board. Let me tell you how I was so caught off guard. Like, who's he angry at? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he said my name so like. Ain't gonna be no yawning over here. <laughs> no, no, no. What did you say? What do you have for the group today, Miss Yawns a lot? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> low key. I don't know why this is not even the correct correlation, but it's wild that Biz Marquee pass. I just, you know, argue. Yeah, that right, Biz to Biz. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That just hit. I don't know what the correlation was. But anyways, I'm back. Um, oh, my topic. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was a major <laughs> jump to like what the fuck. <laughs> Wow. It was, was the yawns a lot, mix a lot, sir mix a lot is what I thought about, and then I think like man rappers, ah, the and then it was like a, it was, it was, it was just like whole like do, 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 do. my brain. It happened so a lot of fucking dots. fast though. <laughs> oh, Miss Yawns like yo, Biz Marquis died. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? That train thought it was on a hyperloop on those Elon Musk underground <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh, beats on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what I need. My favorite was definitely Men in Black too when he was an alien because that the was just alien, a cool the side. Yeah. alien. Yeah, yes. that was just like that was quintessential biz, like in a modern sense to me because like Man, everybody knows think, song, But you know, I'm not. I don't think we're at the age where like Biz Marquis was that guy for us. But fuck, man, Mario came out. He set Mario's whole career off. Yes, yep. just yep. a friend, two thousand. Yep. And I feel like people don't even realize that he was in the video and what he was doing in the video. But it was fantastic. Yeah, I can't remember. Shout out, Biz. Rest in peace. Thank you for going down that road with me for a second. That You're welcome. Valley. 
Um, okay, 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 okay. My question, my topic, dating while brokeity broke, brokeity mm-hmm. broke, broke, or just not being financially secure. Um, men and women. So I'd love to get your take on- What do women have to do? Men- <laughs> just kidding, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Fucking you know crazy. where B Todd's going that, with that, that shit. That toxicity just still going to do, ain't it? <laughs> it yeah, just I'll save it for later. Again. Go ahead and get it out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so men, should men be actively trying to date, like I'm, th- I'm talking like dating apps and out here like trying to meet women and all that shit when they know their money is not together? And then on the other side, should women be dating um, when their money ain't together? Either. Also. Mm-hmm. Neither. Whatever. Let me pause and reflect on this question. Mm-hmm. Since I don't have any, I won't pause. Um, <laughs> so you can, if you're upfront <clears throat> from the beginning, right? The reality of the situation is sometimes we ain't got it. The thing is, there's a lot of free shit to do around the world, right? In your cities, there's free things. If, if you're willing to, you could look up some stuff, right? You could put shit together that don't cost a lot. You can go do things that are absolutely free and take your time with getting to know each other. The thing is, people be fronting hard body. That's where that broke shit gets you fucked up. When you keep fronting and living living outside of your wage, that's where you're just doing wrong by everybody. Motherfuckers don't live their wage. They don't act their wage either. They're just doing too much. Right. But like, there's plenty of free... New York, for sure. There's plenty of free things to do in New York. But from the, I, from the male side, that's what we have to think from the, from the, from the side of a woman. Because unfortunately... That's how our society puts it, where the woman is on the receiving end of everything, uh, especially in terms of dating. Like they're just receiving gifts, they're receiving the free lunches and everything like that. It's free also dinner. Being able to receive these free dates and not look down upon somebody for doing something like that. Like if we're trying to make an honest connection and you don't want to go with me to get a cup of coffee and just talk a little bit, then because that's not a real date to you, then that's on. Then you the fucked up one. It's nothing wrong with just going sitting in a park and just chilling and talking and having a good time, just enjoying each other's company. But the world doesn't see it like that. It's how much money can you spend in, in one night proves your worth these days. I hey. um, I think it's important to know what your limitations are, and I think it's important to know who you're trying to take out on a date, right? Because if if someone like if you if I'm, if I'm trying to take out a woman who is used to a life that I just don't even live right now, you know what I mean? But I have the purest intentions and really think we could be something. I'm gonna try, but also you have to go into it knowing that that person's gonna immediately want something closer to their standards, unless they just outright you guys have that conversation. Like, hey, it's okay, cool. I think there's plenty of ways to be creative. Like, I don't think just because you're broke doesn't mean that you should just not focus on dating i think that's a convenient excuse if anything to just fuck around as much as you want to which you can do that whether you have money or you're broke but i think if you are honestly dating and seeking a true you know connection with somebody i think yes it's possible you have to be smart about it and you also need to do it in a way that's authentic and again like to Iz's point if you're trying to, to flash it, what you don't have, that's going to crash and burn. But if you 
are on the other hand, like being really creative, like, Hey, look, you know, I've got like a couple of these things planned. I know it's not glamorous, but you're actively working to get out of that hole. And you're also showing that, you know, Hey, look, broke is not where I prefer to be. Then I, I think that there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I think you've got to have a plan. And I also think you need to be kind of fiscally responsible enough not to waste somebody's time. If you're just never going to necessarily be able to afford what that person's lifestyle is currently like, if you can't go in there and add to it. Uh, well, I mean, maybe that's asking too much because it's a first date, but if you want to grow with somebody, that's going to be an issue that you're going to have to have a, a solve for ahead of time. Like that's not going to be something that you could just work through later. Like you, if you're the broke one, you need to have that kind of that plan ahead of time. But I want the broke people to shoot their shot. Like, Look, I, I, I'll, I'll say it for myself because that's been my dating life a majority of the time I've been in New York. Like, again, I've had to work like where what I call portfolio jobs where I have several odd jobs, part-time jobs, and together I get by on them, right? But all that part-timiness is just to keep everything on track, which is what I moved up here to do. I'm an actor. I have auditions coming all the time. I have to turn them in. I have to go away. I have to, you know, book on a show. So sometimes I have to call out. So I can't be on standard nine to five schedule, right? And that's really hard finding flexible enough jobs. And, you know, the other part of that is just after being an actor and working in restaurants for 16 years, your resume develops where there's only so many jobs you're going to be able to get that are still flexible after a certain point anyway. So at a certain point, I was broke, but I was also tired of sitting at home and saying, I'm just not ready for a relationship because I did desire a real connection. And I think if anything, and if you do it right, you have the best chance of setting yourself up with someone who will see you at your lowest, but they get to grow with you together. And that's, I mean, not for nothing, but that's kind of what I got now, I feel like. So I lucked out on that one. Hmm. Okay. That was, so, that was long. I'm sorry. No, it was good. It was good. Y'all got some good perspectives. And so for me, I I do not disagree with where you guys are coming from. And I think for me, I think I'm thinking more on the like entrepreneurial side of things um, because I have dated men who were, you know, getting the business off the ground or, you know, like making... Um, yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> like whatever version of getting their business off the ground um, looks like. And so then in that particular scenario, not only is their other finances not where they want them to be, but then they're also like grinding a lot. And I see the toll emotionally and uh, on the ego that it takes to not have your finances be in a space where you are um, where you have surplus. And so I also feel like they don't show up as wholly as partners, as good partners in that scenario as well. And so I, um, and I'll even put that on myself. Like right now, my business, like where I'm in this kind of like transitional phase and I'm always sort of just working. <laughs> and, right. and, you know, people that I'm dating are like, oh, hey, are you alive? Like, you okay? Haven't heard from you. So like, I'm not the best partner right now, because my priority is in creating financial stability, right? Or in my business. And so that's the part where it's kind of like, maybe broke wasn't the right term for this, for, for the question, but just not find lacking financial security and dating. 
you know, that sort of thing, because I feel like it puts people in positions where the other person is not their priority. Well, I mean, I've, or a priority because yeah. they're the priority. But like, well, I mean, like even if on the list, if you're working this hard to get your business off the ground now, is it also not going to take that much work to get it off and keep it off the ground later? So, what I'm trying to say is, should you be able to try and find ways to make time for other people now in its formative state, so that you don't just consistently hit that gear and you never know how to change out of it? That is a thought that I have been in agreement with when I've been the date, well, the, the other partner and be like, well, you need to figure it out. But now I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't like, do you not understand? Like, I don't care. <laughs> I care. But I wow. Wow. No, I understand it. You got to catch bully. me in the pockets, my guy. You got to catch right. me in the pockets. I understand. You know? So it's like, but, but what you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. That. I'm just saying, like, my true toxic ex- experience right now of myself is, like, there are days where I'm really, like, yeah, I can be present. We can have a great conversation. My my charm, my wit, my energy is amazing. And then there's going to be, like, four days where, you know, maybe I'll text you a few words. And, you know, that's not fair. That. I think it's not really nice. That's fine. I, I understand that because I definitely have days that just go long and... You know, like I got my regular day job, I have my side job, and then lo and behold, if I book something or if I'm working on like, you know, this project I'm trying to get off the ground, which is an investment of time in and of itself, like I, I get it. Some days you just have no breaks and uh, you could you could do that success successfully as long as there's understanding of what it is. Like listen, I, I don't have the opportunity. I'm in something right now. You know, I love to talk to you, it might be right. And I just hit you. I'll catch you when I can, and then getting those moments and and making something of those moments, those when I can moments, and just being like, "That's good. That's good enough for me for right now." But that's good enough for me as a whole because I know what you're doing. I got your back. That shit goes a long motherfucking way. Yeah, like be tied doing his acting. Yo, I got you. Don't worry about it. Do your thing. I got you when you can. Right. Miss CTG doing her, making. Her, hey, I got you. That shit will make a motherfucker super loyal to you. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then understanding that, yo, I owe you. Thank, I just appreciate that. That's having somebody's back at an extent that not a lot of people get to understand. You hold me down like that with that that support emotionally, right. physically, and just like just there with me in, in, in my mind and going, allowing me to be me for, for my moments and allowing me to really be me in my moments. And when I have that moment with you, then I got it with you. That's beautiful. I think you, when you, I think like a somewhere that kind of consideration for like your schedule needs to go into the person that you're trying to date or seeking people that you're trying to date. Like, so for instance, you're both very, very busy people that may not be a good fit. So maybe you find someone who's more like a freelancer who does have more time, but they're also understanding of something like that's going with you. But I also think like, man, when you do find somebody who is really understanding of your schedule and rooting for you and they're being selfless in that way, I think it's so important to selflessly reward them in return by like carving out time to make that person feel special since they're giving you time and space to do what you need to do. 
Yeah, and, and get those people out your life that might be disagreeing with you on that. If you're willing to put that extra that extra in for somebody. Oh, I didn't say that. No, not you, not you. Oh, okay. I was like. But as a, <laughs> no, not, not, it wasn't directed towards you, but I was just thinking, yeah. like, I was just thinking, I think, and again, this might, I, I could be wrong, but I just think that it's mostly on the, on, on the side of women where another woman would be like, oh, leave that nigga alone. Ugh. Whereas yeah. dudes would never say that. Like, I, as bad as we can be, we don't. I don't think we push so many like terrible agendas, especially when when our when our friends are like involved with somebody. Like, if the if the roles are reversed and she holding you down, a dude would be like, "Yo, man, that's a good woman, bro." Like, right. right. Like, hey, man, that's 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 good, man. You might want to oh, hold on to that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all love a doormat. I tell you what. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. Maybe not a door, a ride or die. Let me say that. I hate well, that term. Oh, me too. God, I hate that term. I, I told y'all before, but I hate theory. it. It was one girl ruined it for me. She said it one time, and I was like, I will never like that term, ride or die. Why don't you <laughs> remind us of the story? Because my memory isn't pulling it up. I was sleeping with this well-intentioned woman, and she was obsessed with me a little well bit. Well-intentioned. Okay. She yeah, was obsessed she had, with me. She had intentions. She was she perfectly a, proportioned. No, she wasn't. <laughs> Uh, but she was offering vagina, and I was who was I to turn that down? Free so, uh, coming yeah. in, but free for me because she was obsessed with me. Like we went to school together, and like I've called her like following me, and uh, one physically day we were, following you. Yeah, like, I call her like one day. You know how like the classroom doors have like the glass panels? Like I caught her peeking <laughs> through one time, staring at me. Called windows. Yeah. That's yes. love right there, my guy. It was in gym class. Like I, like, I was in gym, and I looked, and she was just looking through the door, just staring at me. I How knew you she know didn't... she wasn't looking at somebody else? Or she wasn't seeing what was going looked, on? She fucking ran. Oh. I, <laughs> I looked, and she ran. You ain't tell uh, the story. But, we were, but we, we were smashing. And like one, one time after we smashed, she picked up a magic eight ball and was like, will I? Be Israel's ride or die, and I was like, Ugh. "Oh, oh. oh, shit, fuck that." Ugh. That's so it's not. It's gross. She was gross, and I was, no, fuck that. That is that is incredibly weird. If you weird. liked her, you would have loved that shit. You'd have been like, "Yo, this." That's is one so right here. weird because if who the fuck uses her, a magic eight ball as a means of understanding and and? Because she was trying to create a conversation uh, with you. It wasn't about the magic eight you know what, ball. She you know was what, trying you know to show you that she was, was down. <laughs> you know what my, my toxic-ass <laughs> response was? I don't like when people say ride or die. Like I really feel like you should have your own life, and you should never devote yourself that much to anybody. Yo. Wow. How did she not kill you, bro? Like, that was the one. I told you the story. Remember, I was like, oh, I got caught cheating, and then- like I spazzed on the girl. And I was telling her that I would never. That was her. Oh no wonder she took that shit like a like a. This time, being is right or die. Means so you letting him you have call, his own. You call her and said I was. Yo. Oh no, she never questioned that one time. I told you, like after after I got caught, and then I just spazzed on her, and then I was like, "Oh, yo, can I come back next week?" She just was like, "Yeah," like it. It's crazy. Wow. Self love is the best love. Hardcore lesbian. I was literally just go. like, "Where is she today?" Yeah, so you, you did your job. Ruined it. She's, you broke she's her. Literally, will hit me up and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good." Oh, so she's not a lesbian. She's she a bisexual. Is, but not for me. She's a bisexual. Is what Let's, they call it. She's not is sexual. <laughs> 
Wow. Look at you. Just wonderful. Just you lay down Thor's hammer the right way. You can change lives. You're there. To me. I'm sorry? What? What? That's how he throws his cock around. (laughs) 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 Got it. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. That sound would so gross. Just a big old. The people are sick of us. <laughs> helicopter. Oh God! God. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> all right, all right. We're still a mature I'm, podcast at the end of the I'm day. I'm sleepy. I'm too sleepy for this. Oh um, my gosh! Oh my god! So I That's think y'all answered my question. It. I'm trying to think. Did... Perfect. <laughs> Glad we're we're no longer entertaining, oh. Miss CT. Hey, you know, no, 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 no. It's a perfect time to do the helicopter. You getting ready to go to sleep? <laughs> that's what I thought you meant. That's yeah. what I thought you meant. Hit it right on the butt cheeks with it. Oh my God. <laughs> You're going to sleep, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All um, right, cool. So, yeah, I think my question was answered, I guess. Beautiful. I guess. Well, what did we learn today, gang? Ooh. Is I'll start with you. You seem illuminated. You said Israel, or yeah, is. I was. I'm thinking about what I actually learned today. Um, I learned that we we all have a hive mind when it comes to being uh, the proposal going wrong, and I appreciate that because all of us <laughs> said all of us said no. It might have been the first thing that we've all agreed on since Probably. the start of this podcast. Probably. Except for the disrespect on the deal breakers, we all also agreed on that. Yeah, because we're hyper aggressive. Uh, yeah. You because you're Jamaican. <laughs> you because you're Jamaican, and me and B tie because we're black. Uh, <laughs> so, oh my god! The smile, the smile in his heart just now. Did you feel it through the yeah. through the phone? Oh please! It. This is not my first inauguration. Believe me. Oh, I know, but like I've been it's traded just, several times, but I'm always but, love to come back home. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you, I, I felt it. Like it was genuine uh, joy. Yeah. Uh, I think the the thing that I learned was is and it was because of both of you was uh the toxicity isn't always what we think it is, especially when we're talking about being self aware. Uh when the biggest thing is obviously doing stuff that I know will be pleasurable for me and uh upsetting to others, even a sl- in the smallest bit like saying shut up or being dismissive of somebody, knowing that they're gonna be hyperly affected by it and I'm just gonna be cool with it is a major thing to look at that I never gave thought to. So that's a big thing for me. Miss hmm. CTG, mm. what did you learn? <clears throat> so on some real shit, the um, that manipulation with the money joint hmm. post-relationship, y'all put me on. I can't even hold you. I, I looked at it in a new way. Like I was just like, oh, look at him catering, whatever, whatever. You're like, mm-mm. He's trying to lock it in financially. So learned that. Um, Also learned that I'm still a little toxic. Didn't love that. Didn't love it. I really, you know, thought I was fully in my goddess. So that was disappointing. Um, And today I learned what a helicopter is, because what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What did you learn, (laughs) B-Time? Catching them right before they go to sleep is the best time. (laughs) Um, Are you tired, baby? 
I think I honestly learned, I think there's um, a special moment talking about just toxicity that I, I, I realized that this is not a condition that people are permanently left with. I do feel like people do have the capacity to change and like they just need support in the environments around it. And um, along those lines, I feel like, okay, maybe couples therapy pre-engagement is a, a healthy decision in the way that Ooh. therapy is always a healthy decision. A but perspective shift? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, look, I have no problem saying I'm sorry or admitting when I'm wrong. That's I'll be the first one to admit. I actually enjoy it because, like, one of my greatest really? compliments. Yeah, one of my, like, I, I won't do it often. Not at all. But I, I'm a, I am a proud, proud man. But I will listen enough to where if your rebuttal or your case is made and I have, I will honestly always sit there and consider anything that's said to me. And I'm not willing to, I'm never above admitting when I was wrong or maybe how I was wrong. Um, because I feel like that's like, that's where the best growth is done for me personally. Like, you know, I've, I've had fights with my girl before where I would just be like, damn, you know, like I actually was wrong. And I just, I, I, I felt that, you know what I mean? But it was never something where you feel so much in the moment that this is the way it is and this is the way it should be. But I think when, especially when you really care somebody, you got to be willing to challenge it. Because if you're not willing to challenge it every now and then, I think that just makes you a coward more than anything. Because you're just saying this is the way it is and like I'm scared to admit that it could possibly be the other way. So you just dig down and that's when you start insulting people and that's when you start lashing out and hurting people because you want to chase them away from trying to uncover that gym or whatever making you look inward but i i learned a long time ago that it's a gift when you're able to challenge your ideas look inward and if you can muster you know and i'm sorry or you know perhaps you were right and or maybe that we're both right and let's try and just find a way where this can kind of live uh together and it can cohabitate peacefully then i think it's the best thing in the world Mm-hmm. Pride is the devil. So something else that I learned is that um, slave photo shoots are the new joint, and that's that. Um, so, anyways, the we- new wave. <laughs> Bananas. You can contact hashtag slave hashtag love <laughs> hashtag freedom. You can contact <laughs> Israel. Set it for your next photo shoot on the gram. Let me tell you. Let me tell you two motherfucking things right now. All right. Let me let me tell you two motherfucking things right now. You come up to me talking about you wanna you wanna play house nigga. Hey man, I got an idea. How about I be the house nigga and and I'm and I'm sneaking in to, to mess with Mammy. I will fuck you up right there in the spot. I will fuck you up. Don't you ever. <laughs> I ain't playing. I okay, swing okay, first. Okay. But what if they? What if it's two black people and they want a slave themed photo shoot engagement Aww. shoot? I'm fucking y'all niggas up. What the fuck are we? Oh, but they found each other during the hard times. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Love endures. As 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 much terrible things that I yeah I. The chains of hatred broken. What if Love it's all things? What right. if it's some, what if it's alternatively like some white guilt shit and it's two like white people filming themselves? I'm fucking y'all niggas up. Like, what are you talking about? 
in chains and then alternatively freeing themselves as well. Like, right? reverse, <laughs> like, like they like oh slavery in a in a fucking parallel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm just trying the to minute- get material for our listeners for their photo shoots. <laughs> Do not approach me with a photo shoot like that ever, because y'all y'all going to test y'all love. Y'all going to see how y'all I love each other after this ass whooping. Hey, look, I got a I'm nice on everybody. iPhone 11. I got the Apple Care Plus on it, so I can get that new camera for nothing. If the price is right, I will take pictures. Oh, Come see me. Portrait mode. Slave shoots. <laughs> Portrait mode. I'm gonna have you look like a million bucks. Holy a million bucks. <laughs> All right, if y'all are listening to this episode and you have not seen these photos, DM the Mansers Pod Instagram handle because I did screenshot the motherfuckers, mm. and we just in case the post gets taken down in the future. Mm. Um, and uh, actually, um, now I got to double check if I actually screenshot them. I will be screenshotting them. We'll put it up. We'll put it up on the Mansers pod. No, 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 no. Only okay. if they request it. Because oh, okay. for what? We need to drive some traffic. Basically, y'all got to act like you like our show. We know they That's do. That's the bottom line. That's my toxic energy right there. I act appreciate like it. You like you us. Word. How about that? Well, so that's mm. a perfect way to end things, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for your listening. We want to thank you for tuning in. And we want you to go follow us on Instagram. Follow us wherever you can hear podcasts. Listen, subscribe, leave a review, share us with your friends. We are the Toxic Podcast for a better tomorrow, and we will see you next week. Swinging dick. (laughs) Helicopter. Mansers, Mansers, Mansers. We'll see you next week right here on Mansers.